season. The funniest guys in baseball. Just take a deep breath and let it rip. Are back. <laughs> Mr. Buzz got nailed by that missile. In a completely different league. Please, send me one real baseball player. And if you can't, you might as well just strike me dead. They're just nine players short of a dream team. You are out of here! They're not just your normal players. The hood helps Serrano focus. Well, all I know is it looks dumb as hell, and he has to be led up to home plate. They train different. Could have been called for unnecessary roughness on that one. They run different. Lance the Dance scores on what appears to be a double cell cow and a triple axle thrown into. And they catch different. Like Pops, next play. <clears throat> there are two kinds of baseball. There's big league, and then there's little league. It smells a little bit like a challenge. You can either play the buzz, you can have the entire world of baseball call you a coward. I'm gonna give you the beating of your life. We'll see about that. Yeah, we will. These guys are just crazy enough. We're gonna sleep like a gazelle. Woo! To try something crazy. Let's go out there and take a bite out of the big team's ass. Beat them into submission! I want you to hit the ball into another zip code. Yes, sir. Major League. Back to the minors. So much for beating them in a submission. Shut up! The diamond has never been so rough. Get the trainer. Better bring a bag of ice. Anyway, this is Matinee Baseball from the Tailgate Society. Find us on your podcast app of choice, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher, I hope, because I'm in the midst of moving everything over to RSS. So I hope you can find it. You need to find us. You need to download it. You need to subscribe. We need new subscribers. Go to tailgatesaturday.com. Alex Kukin has a bunch of fun stats about Iowa State. A bunch of them are like, fuck you, I hate you stats. It's fine. Also, this podcast is not safe for work. Anyways, we're going to talk about Major League Three. Back to the minors. I was always joined by Jake Voss, Sean Chantez Festerman, who was off doing shots, and now he's back. We're here to discuss this movie I have some takes. I feel like I'm going to upset people. But as always, if you're here to listen to me drink too much bourbon and too much black velvet and discuss a sports movie, which God bless you, Sean is going to spoil the shit out of this movie because the Major League franchise is probably his favorite franchise. So, oh, oh boy. This is... Um, 90 seconds or less. All right. So it's the third installment of the Major League series. We get... Um, What's it's centered around is his name Cal Cal or Gus sorry Gus Cantrell he's he's a old time you know basically washed up pitcher that gets asked to manage the AAA um, team for the Twins they're called the Buzz I don't know if they use the actual Salt Lake City that they were at the time um, but he manages the Buzz to help a they have a promising young prospect that they want him to, you know, mold and teach to be a better baseball player. Um, we have Roger Dorn now owns the twins, which I don't think actually works and makes sense, but um, it's Roger's decision to do but this. He was the Indians owner in the second one, right? Yeah. So you figure out how that works. Um, but there's a promotion. The Major League Twins are terrible. Uh, they do a promotion where the minor league team plays the Major League team. Power goes out. 
Well, I'm getting too far into it. Anyway, the kid gets called up. He gets humbled. <laughs> he's not as good as he thinks. He comes back down, and uh, they challenge the twins again. And uh, I assume they win. I'm going to be honest. I, the last 15 minutes, I stopped paying attention. Wow. Wow. It's not good. <laughs> you, it's you, bad destroyed that. you destroyed that. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it better because Sean did a shit job. I did do All a right. terrible job. All right. So we have Sam Beckett from Quam Leap. He is a minor league baseball player. He uh, – question my qualm like i saw that look i didn't know the guy's name it's scott bacula or ncis new orleans for you older people out there um he's a minor league pitcher dorn from major league one two comes hey won't be a minor league um uh manager comes up he's a minor league umpire man well i'm gonna say an umpire right i've had too many shots um <laughs> manager he turns the team around he is walter goggins from justified fame who's like the worst looking baseball player since tim robbins <laughs> He's a slugger downtown, something or other. They play the Twins in a exhibition game, which apparently brings a bigger crowd than a normal crowd to the stadium, which I made a point of looking at. The Twins manager, which is the second husband on Married with Children, um, not the original Darcy's husband, the second one that came in later. He shuts the lights off, ends in a tie, bunch of like shit. They have a rematch at the Buzzes because they're the Buzz which I can't say a part of that buzzes, buzz, buzz home stadium. Also, for some reason, Serrano shows up after, you know, Scott Backlip died because he died. Um, he got hit in the back of the head by a baseball from like hundred feet away. He's dead, dead. Um, at Takana has a mini golf course that so they drive by and see him and he just leaves his family. And sure. Um, the catcher from the second one who can't throw shit about listening to Playboy is back for some reason. I'm pretty sure that's the same character. I don't fucking know. I don't care. Um, and they play again. And the Buzz win on some bullshit home run that they don't even act as like a big deal. And Scott Bakula and his wife Maggie leave on an airplane. And Roger Dorn, who is really wanting to get into a throuple with them the whole movie, and that's not addressed, leaves very blue balled. And it's happy. And here's my hot take before we get into this. If this movie was not called Major League, we would have enjoyed it more. There's a chance, but we'll never know. Yeah. I, I think I think if you don't <laughs> I think if you don't try to attach this movie to the franchise, it probably makes it more acceptable. Um I I didn't hate it as much as Tez does just watching it. It's not like a definitely not a great movie but if i were to just sit down and watch it and it, it's not a movie that's gonna like super hold my attention but we'll just, watch it, movie again. a, mo- a movie yeah. to just <laughs> have it on it's not like i don't know i i thought i i, I guess the problem prob- and not that it's bad boring part of it is that i thought it was gonna be really 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 bad so it exceeded yeah. my expectations we dodged a bullet the other three movies were worse, I think. I would imagine. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I, I would imagine up, this was the best of the four. I looked up bad movies on sports movies the other day when I was in the oh, hello, my cat just jumped on my couch, my table, scared shit at me. Hi. Um, <laughs> great podcast. We're, we're experts. We're, we're professionals. Anyways, Bad News Bears Go Japan was number one on seven lists. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we did not get Sandlot 3 out of spite. I feel like people pick Major League 3 because they're like, oh, I've seen that terrible movie. 
I'm gonna make them watch it. Yeah, it's just, and it's it is terrible. to an extent the like you said, it is just kind of boring. There is also um like somebody had I think tweeted us that said like some of the most hilarious CGI baseball, like the curveballs that um hog throws in this game are just it just looks so bad Um, it was very much like they tried to do way too much yeah um (laughs) it's and it was i think i got to at one point i pulled it up i think it was 37 minutes and change into the movie where uh i looked at it and i was still not positive what was like i was in a what is this movie about sort of moment because it's just like it definitely doesn't get going like super quick and it's a little jumpy and then it's also the thing like i from seeing it before i knew i knew you know you have serrano and rube baker and some of those guys back and i'm 40 minutes into the movie and i'm like these guys aren't even here like what's happening i don't know what's going on Um, i was confused and i sent this text during them like because like they play the big game halfway through the game movie i'm like i don't understand yeah this is the big game why is there an hour left in this goddamn movie (laughs) and And also do you think do you think in the schedules of baseball teams a minor league team has time to just okay haul ass to minnesota to play on a saturday off which they don't they don't say where they're at but also they make the middle game much more important like how they portray it than the later game yeah like it seems yeah, it's like a lot more dramatic right um, and then yeah like i said the last one i wasn't paying a ton of attention because it was just i was ready for it to be done um, <laughs> but yeah they just i don't know it's it's very i don't want to say like lighthearted. and we talk about scott bacula's sunglasses in this movie they're not good <laughs> I, do I need to pull a photo up or do you guys understand what I'm talking about? Oh, no, like, I know. I mean, you said that before when or when I was watching. I don't remember, but yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're a choice. I don't understand them. Like, <laughs> like that wasn't even a trend then or anything, right? Like, and he has just, a mullet. Like, he's like a mini mullet that only has a mullet when he's sweaty. <laughs> you know, like. It's not. Yeah, he's certainly not setting any trends. He's not. <laughs> it is it's not it's not a good look but you know he he tried i guess i guess i can say that for everybody in the movie they tried like hey, i you, think there's one time that like walter goggins is rounding third and oh just looks like the most unathletic person on the planet <laughs> subplot as a guy who watched the shield i found that walter goggins and the ballerina were both in the shield and then i got sad I remember what happened between those two characters. Oh, that's part of where I remember that guy from. Did you? He's also in Justified. No, 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 no. Walter Goggins, I know. The other guy, the ballerina guy. Lynn. Yeah, yeah I was trying. He's he's in a couple things, and I never did actually pull his IMD, IMDb up. But the shield. Spoiler alert: He plays that, hot potato for grenade, and he loses. That is one that yeah, or pretty early in like pretty young. I probably was too young to be watching the shield, but I did. So um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah i think you make a good point about the movie all the whole time especially like the first half 
is really like disconnected and just doesn't make a lot of, I mean, it just doesn't flow. They don't connect things. I think, I think the second or I don't know, the second half last third, I don't know, maybe the middle of kind of the second half of the movie is actually pretty good. Um, just kind of when they, after Serrano and Tanaka show up and they're gelling and like stuff's going. Okay. I think that's, like I thought that was actually fairly enjoyable to watch, but the movie as a whole, and then yeah, I don't know that they didn't do a good job of, like you said, the the making the last game more dramatic. It just really annoys me because the plot line in this movie in another movie I would enjoy the fuck out of the minor well, I, league team versus the pro team in a grudge match about just pride. That's there. I Let's think, do it. Yeah, I think there's a good movie in this. Like, this movie could be good. That's the thing that sucks. If it's not Major League and it's not Serrano and it's not Takana, which, God bless you, Sean. I'm sure he's a great character in that second movie that I saw once. Don't give a fuck about him. The, the <laughs> second movie, uh, the one, yeah, when they bring in some of those guys in the second one, like, I love the second one because I do think it just has better one-liners. I should show the second one to my son because it's PG, and I sure shit can't show him the fucking first one yet. And that being said, the the um, Bob Euchre lines are not as great in this one. There's some good ones, but I tell you what, I didn't no, like when he spilled the drink. Back. He spilled yeah. the drink on that guy. That show is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, what? you're all wet. Here's ten bucks for a new suit. <laughs> you know, you know, like. And, like, just so we're clear, Walter Goggins is an amazing actor. He's good in everything. Justify the Shield, the second Ant Man movie, whatever the fuck the guy does. He's a good actor. He's not a good baseball player. He's not a good baseball player. He's so small. (laughs) At at one point, Bakula's like 40 pounds heavier and three inches taller. And I feel like Scott Bakula, Bakula is not a big man. Right. Also, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it's no. He's six foot tall. Right. Which one, Scott? Oh wow! Don't look up Goggins then. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, uh, they, he I just watched him die. Right there, just watch him. I'm watching. <laughs> he gets hit by a, fa- a fucking line drive from forty feet away, back at his skull. And he wakes up to Serrano, and that's fine. Like, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're certainly not um, probably managing baseball for the rest of the season. If you do wake up, it's uh, you're probably dealing with some serious motor skills and brain damage. The mullet um, saved him. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to discuss the freeze ball that he leads out the movie with. The frozen ball. It's Sean is so angry that we're discussing this movie. Like, yeah, I'm pretty I sure do this, not like this movie. This man, you cannot see this man's body language, but like he like literally, I feel like there's like a gun beside him, and he's like, <laughs> I would rather be anywhere else than here. Oh, and it, I guess it's part of like it's part of the whole thing. Just the way this movie starts, where it is, he's yeah, he's pitching in what I assume has to be like almost a fucking backyard league sort of thing. Like uh, there's like twelve people in the stand, sort of thing. Like 
one row of bleachers, but he's obviously a washed up old pitcher. And then, yeah, there's a ball that gets, is it thrown into the dugout or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, he's backing up third. He doesn't get the ball. It goes in the dugout. So then he grabs a frozen ball yeah. from a cooler. But yeah, it's so frozen. The umpire's hands stick to it later. Yeah. Yeah. But he could throw a curveball or whatever with it. And I, <laughs> and it's, it's even like, and it just goes into, I understand and especially a lot of baseball movies, the actual baseball things aren't always right. the best, but they say like the dude. I didn't think it, the ball, I didn't, and it didn't, I didn't look like he did. <laughs> I don't think the CGI baseballs annoyed me as much as everybody else. But I it, it really, outside of the curveballs, like it was, I, it's whatever. But the curveballs were just stupid. <laughs> I wasn't that annoyed by it. It was just the it. It was a throwback to the like the late nineties or whatever to when everybody thought they needed and could do a good job. My brother in Christ yeah. was made in 1998. Yeah. 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 But that was the time when like everybody thought it was a great idea. Oh wait, did you say late nineties and I was interrupted? I'm an asshole. I yes. quit. Yes, you did. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said late nineties, but that was the time when everybody was like, Oh, we have this technology. We can do it. It looks good. And then, <laughs> Now you look back and you go, oh, honey. Yeah, it's one of those things where you just, you remind people that it was five years before this, they made Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, and Terminator 2. And then, and yeah, and then then you, you got this with your computers? Like, eh. All right. So <clears throat> there are some decent lines in this movie. And I have one that I want to talk about before I forget it. It's when the character, I think his name is Doc. I don't fucking know his name is. The other pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, this, this gun doesn't work. Oh, no. It's a, it's a highly patrolman gun. I got I it. I got it from a, an auction, a county auction or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> it doesn't record anything under 55. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, buddy. Oh, you threw your fastball. That, that was my that fastball. Was <laughs> Yeah, so, he's, ta- he's talking to Rube. He's like, oh, this thing's broken. Rube's they like, never no, explain why Rube's got, there. Rube's just there. Oh, no, he's just there. He just was. Yeah, he's, he's you know, as he is. <laughs> yeah, I had, I think, it's one of Bob Euchre's lines where where they're playing the game in the middle, where they're playing in the Metrodome, and um, they hit the home run, and, you know, he's just routine fly ball and just oh the wind's got this one it's pushing it back oh my god it's a home run and i wish they would have just left that as it was for you to figure out like they're playing in the metrodome but then they go into like a 30 second it's right before he gets the guy wet you know that it's there's also no rain we're playing in a dome i was like man you really just needed to just leave that one sit like I, I think it even would have been like they they went to it's like if you have to explain your joke it's not funny they went too far into it yeah. i think he even could have like looked at him and shook his head and been like really mm. or something but that, simple but to like full ass explain it and do the rain thing it took me yeah. way too long to realize that that was the minnesota twins announcer that he was paired up with <laughs> oh is that who that was I, okay well i'm glad i'm on that catch it yeah i would no idea have. why do you think he was so angry on the whole time in both those games. Oh, you mean like he was rep? Oh, yeah. No, I got that. Sorry. 
You got that during the movie? Well, I, I guess. That? No, I realized that was supposed to be representative of the major league team's announcer, like radio announcer. Then why'd you just say no? Because I thought that. you meant it was like actually the announcer <laughs> at the time. And I was like, right. Oh, like maybe it was. was, maybe it was. I don't fucking know. Well, that's the trivia uh, shit you look up. So I thought maybe I, the trivia was bad. They I also said, the trivia, they said there's four people in this movie that have been in every major league baseball and, or in other ones. And I, I can't figure out the third one. No, it's in a form that's been in all of them. All right, look it up. Dorn, Serrano. Mm-hmm. There's a fourth one. Euchre. Yeah. I, I have a sticker. Give me a fucking second. I'll find it. I have. Yeah, I have no idea. I wasn't even no thinking idea. of using Duke, Duke Temple Jaeger. Y-E-A-G-E-R. Who the that's, fuck is it? That's not person you're making that up who it i'm gonna find him in here what's what <laughs> anyways while he's looking at the cast doran was actually likable in this movie also there's no way that the minor league team like just attacking the major league team gets front page of the paper in a day just doesn't happen because <laughs> back in the day the iowa cubs used to play the actual cubs i don't know no. enough man to remember that shit Sosa and Sec Taylor Field. So, also build the man I statue. Retires number. Yeah. When was that? God or when? It, do you know? You, <laughs> I was just asking for a ballpark of how long ago that they stopped doing that. Is all I was early thinking. early nineties. Oh, okay. You still looking up that cast there, Sean? Oh, yeah, he's at the very bottom because he's uncredited in this movie. It doesn't have a. <laughs> picture of him sounds like they're cheating to me and he's been in four movies ever three of them are the major league movies and i still have no idea they're, who it is. they're cheating that's no those are the only movies he was in two tv shows well, who is he though he is a former major league baseball player but i don't know who this i think it says he's playing a coach duke temple i don't know who that coach i can't is. find it a google google's not pulling it up so apparently my idea. search is not good enough. Um, yeah, like I, I'm a go on record. If this was not a major league movie, we'd enjoyed it more. Yeah, I think that probably. I think like we said, it to have it tied to that with that name of the franchise of the of that those first two did it zero favors. Yeah. I like you you what could you not okay so you would have had the you would have had to explain had to have explained or changed like Serrano and Tanaka right outside of that you may have had to give it had to have given some context to Dorn but other than those those are like the only three things that even yeah but even I mean I guess yeah I guess like Dorn is he has his obviously character arc in the movies but like I think overall like if you did just a separate movie it could, just an owner approaching him because it's not like nothing he does is in this movie it doesn't seem as really tied to any of the old ones other than oh yeah that's what I mean it's a different team you, but... you would just have to give him like a you wouldn't you would have to make it make it so that you're not just expected to know and right it, and it wouldn't matter like it just it's a it's like 
The Serrano and Tanaka are two that you would have to give some kind of context or change. But this is where I'm going to like let Tez have the floor and he can get pissy with me. Is Tanaka that good a character for Major League? I've only seen him once. No. I think there's may I don't think so anyway. There's maybe people that do hold him in higher regard, but it's just like you have like the marbles moment, but that's about the only one that's important, I think. And Dennis Haber, who does who's played Serrano, is a few years away from playing fucking president something in twenty four and like yeah. doing it. Like I'm glad he got I'm like I'm glad he got food on his table for this movie. It's the movie's boring. That's the worst thing. And it sucks because like like I said earlier, the storyline about like the minor league team playing the over the, the main team. That's there. It gets right there. Build another build another movie around it. I'm I'm in, right? Steve Yeager is co-owner of Jersey Mike Subs. <laughs> I, I have a I have a picture of him and I still don't know who this is. I Speaking and, of and so this speaking, guy was definitely not in this movie. <laughs> speaking of Jersey Mike's, I loved the uh the blimpy um cups that they they were using <laughs> in the in the box, the advertising for Blimpy. Because like Blimpy for me is like non-existent anymore. I think that, there's one. A Blimpy Hickory. was before Subway. Yeah, I, like I know, and yeah. there used to be one. There used to be one here when I was growing up. And there's one, more in, bread, right? there's one in Ankeny, and I think there's a couple in Iowa. I looked up the store locator for them earlier because I was like, where the hell are they even at? All right. Can we discuss at length about how Roger Dorn wants to be in a thruple with Scott Bakula? And I believe her name is Maggie in this movie. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm not I'm not I'm not shaming that lifestyle. That man just wants to be loved. He really does. <laughs> I think I think that's the key to to the whole thing. Is like <laughs> that man just wants to be loved. <laughs> like I felt bad for him. He's like, oh, my best friend and his his wife, who I want to like have a relationship with. <laughs> you should come be the Major League Baseball Twins. And they're like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, and, hard pass. And Dorn's <laughs> like, oh, can I come on the honeymoon? Like, please. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Poor Roger movie, Dorn. This movie does reform him a little bit, right? He's a shit character in the second one, if I recall. Yeah, in the second one, it's where, yeah, I mean, he's still incredibly selfish and, like, um, you know, the whole is April too early for a Roger Dorn night sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, on this one, he's just, I think, just really trying to one be loved but also actually just own and try and operate a baseball team <laughs> which is also not going well so i don't think anybody else is he ever going like to sell him a, sell him a major league franchise but he, so. he that restaurant scene with the newspaper like they all know who the fuck he is i feel like he's not unhappy also they make a point of saying that they have the second baseman and, and shortstop are twins and they, they, they like had that for like 10 minutes, but I was like, oh, we're going to tie each other. Then it <clears throat> and that never like, they don't make like a big play in the like nope. final game. <laughs> nope, they never matter again. <laughs> well, I think they the get... idea was they stopped fucking up turning double. I players. know, but like, how do you not have them make a key double play in the final well, they game? They stopped running into each other and wanting to fight each other all the time. That's I understand the that, but film a double play. Yeah, they do. They do the one double play no, to like me. show that they they can do it, and then yeah, you never really even hear from them again. 
like the final game, and I'm wrong and I'm drunk. I've been drinking for a bit now. Literally is they tied up on a Serrano single, right? And then the guy who's like a surfer dude pitcher they have, the only pitcher they have, is going against a guy who's doing the Barry Bonds third-person bullshit, which that guy was great, by the way. Can't remember his he was name. good. You know, he repeated 80 times during the movie. Carlos something. Like, if I already, like, he threw it the first time, and they're like, just stand up and just go, oh, no, my hand, was, my hand was wet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's some moisture on moisture on the ball. And then the second time around, he was like, he did the Dirty Harry shit. That shit was good. If I was making this movie, that's how you end the game. He strikes him out. You don't need yeah. Walter Goggins' bullshit home run. And he just... And, mm, just repeat the first major league, man. <laughs> have the first baseman. Have Pop when they're in fucking do something, right? It does not matter if Walter Goggins is new and improved can't miss yeah. prospects wins the game, right? Because he learned how to push a baseball or whatever, but, which he doesn't even do for the home run. They tried um, the redemption arc, and it, it was the, the old man trying to teach the kid, and it finally paid off. And... I understand that, but, like, have Pops be – in, in my opinion, the redemption arc is him doing a fucking sacrifice fly to win the game. Oh, yeah. for me, yeah, for me, it would be the, yeah, it, it was weird that they did the, like, the sack bunt <laughs> thing, and then it was like, no, screw you, and I, I mean, I, I kind of get it, but yeah, it was weird to do the sack bunt thing, and then only to have, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, well, so, so that'll be, like, the end of the movie, like, he'll, he'll lay right. down a bunt, and that'll be, like, how they win, or whatever, like, that's your right, thing. right, like, they set up all these things, and they don't, they don't fall through. Yeah, I fully expected that, where he comes out of the dugout, or whatever, and he's like, you want me to lay down a bunt to sacrifice him over, and he's like, no, I want you to go downtown, or whatever, <laughs> I figured he, I thought he was still gonna step up, and, like, put or, down a bunt. Or do the bunt, and have him fail twice, and then he's like, no, hit it. Right? Like, right. Frustrating. This movie, this movie is so close to being good. It, it's just it's there. And I know Sean's it, it, Sean's glaring at me, folks. He's just, just not a he, he's looking it does not at me. Live up to the standard. He's looking at me like I just asked the bartender to burn my drink, and they're like, Sir, <laughs> if you want to pay extra for that, you will pay extra for that. <laughs> you know. Also. This is a real nitpick. I'm being a real prick right now. These minor league baseball players show up in the Metrodome. And like they just like pop boners. Oh my God, it's the most amazing. It's a professional baseball field. It's a fucking Metrodome. <laughs> like literally the worst field in the history of baseball fields. It's, it's not great. Wow. I understand. The world is better for it to be gone. I understand the Metrodome dome was destroyed before jake was born so uh <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't actually before i was born was it no <laughs> it was like it was like i mean it was they no it would have been before one of years um it would i mean been, i didn't know, I know shit up, i didn't know shit about it well it existed really but i yeah it was around i, I, I went the games in the metro dogs i was a huge curry bucket fan 
So can can I bring something up that and maybe no, you, you can't can, talk. You can explain to me why I'm doing. You'll get talk on this, this podcast. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I just muted my mic for everybody that couldn't see that. Uh, so Dorn is the team owner, correct? Right, and asshole McDickface. I don't remember what his name is. Is the manager? He's he's Ted Bundy's neighbor. Sure. Yeah, I have no idea what his name. Not is. Ted Bundy, weird. Al Bundy. Ted Bundy's a zero. Ted killer. Bundy's yeah, different guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. I guess he's Ted Bundy's neighbor. I don't know. <laughs> oh could he not get rid of him? Yeah, he could. But like, that was the whole thing. It was like, obviously, this guy sucks. Did they ever say he was the owner or the GM? But either way, he had power to do it. Well, Dorn was right. the owner. Like, I think even if they didn't say he was, it was implied. And so then even like he has the ultimate say, like even if, if the other guy's GM and he's the owner, like yeah, he's still an employee. He's for sure a, his superior, you know. That was, the so... one, that was the one thing like in the movie, like kind of in the middle, I was like, why, why do they have, or when they were going to play the last game, even I was like, why do you have to play the last game to get Gus to beat him, to get rid of him? Oh, look at you Iron. knowing his name. <laughs> i totally didn't glance over my screen to see the imdb page yeah, well it's fine but like yeah like also hilarious he destroys dorm's tv it's a huge box tv and he's like that's a 1200 dollars tv yeah. asshole <laughs> i did note that down it was a 1200 dollars uh, also apparently if you have eagle eyes you will see the guy from Little Big League's jersey retired behind Dorn in his office. So, the guy who does not hit the home run. That feels like a spoiler alert. Busfield from Field of Dreams. <laughs> if, in so, case uh, that seems like a weird little thing to throw in for them. I guess, whatever. They're both twins movies. It's it's an interesting connection. So they're in the same universe is what you're telling me. That's what I'm trying to tell you is right now they're <laughs> in the same universe and you should respect. So it's what little big league. So the kid in little big league eventually sells the movie or the team to Dorn. Yeah, there is, you go. Is what I'm is what that's I'm to the, believe here. <laughs> that's the timeline. He Dorn sells the Indians, I guess. And <laughs> yeah. Then and somehow just buys somehow another team. Transitions into buying the twins, and that makes total sense, right? Yeah, it, that happens in all sports all the time. Constantly shuffling owners. I should have gotten a timestamp on this. Uh, this is just a random note I had, but I think it was when they ran out for the last game. No, it was probably when they ran out in the dome. Number 21 running out to, I think he was running out to left field, looked like the most unathletic person <laughs> running, especially for like, so like, how do you not get somebody? I, I don't, and I don't know like who the people were that they had out there to like make the team to run out or anything. Yeah. I just, I, it was so bad. I noticed it uh, when he was like, cause you could see him like kind of come out of the, the dugout and it's like, right. they're running out to their positions. And I was like, 
that guy should not be in the cast of people running out from a dugout to the outfield because he looks goofy as hell. Yeah, you couldn't find nine people that can just run. All they have like. to do is be able to jog and look normal. <laughs> Who the fuck are you guys talking about? There, I think it was in the dome. I have this note and I didn't timestamp anything, but I think it was when they ran out in the dome. Number 21 running out to left field. I am pretty sure he's running to left field. Probably Serrano. No, no, no. I think it was the I think it was the twins running out. Oh. And I was like, you can, I could be wrong about the timing, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I just have a note of number 21 running out. Look, oh, I say before the last game. So I guess it, it was at the BuzzField. But anyway. Did any of else you guys look up where the BuzzField is at in case you want to go visit it or just me? That's definitely a you thing. Maybe yeah, no, I did not. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do a road trip to South Carolina where yeah. the church is in the, in the uh, outfield. No, mm-hmm. no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> is it close to the coast? You looked up Ooh. where in South Carolina, or you looked up the town in I, South Carolina, I, but you I'm, didn't look at where. It I'm was pretty sure it's in the goddamn trivia, you dick. Anyways, um, <laughs> and if it's like close enough to the coast, speaking Charleston's of that, cool. Since we should just end this podcast because this movie's not any good. <laughs> How is my son on the Fourth of July? We were watching the Sandlot for like the third time this summer. He makes a good point. And I thought of this during this movie, because like, oh, whenever that field's there's a church there in the corner. How is there not just a sandlot somewhere where the kids can just go play? Right? Or did I discuss this on the Field Dreams podcast and I got to and I forgot it? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's filmed in Utah, which I mean, we're not traveling to Utah anyways, but uh, like... Like that's a moneymaker, right? Like just building the sandlot, like set. My my kids would go play there. How I'd go play there. Am I wrong? I I don't think so. It's one of those that I you could do it. I'm surprised nobody's tried or something to just because anybody will try anything for money anymore. But I don't know that like building it now would. Like, that's what you're talking about? Just, like, building it now? Like, the Sandlot? Like, a replica? I feel like it would still make money. It might. They, they don't make sports movies anymore, Jake. So, I mean... <laughs> We've discussed that. <laughs> don't ever look up how old Smalls would be, by the way. I looked that up over the fourth. It was it hurt me. I, tweet, I tweeted it out. So, Smalls is 11 when the Sandlot takes place, right? Yeah. And that, that was pl- what year? 1962. Ooh. So let's go ahead and add oh 11 to 60. That's like damn near my grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh or is my, one you know? of my grandpa's, I guess. <laughs> Shit. That hurts. It hurts. Yeah, that hurts a little bit. Because <laughs> basically they made the sandlot now being made in 1992. Also hurts hmm. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably even worse, actually. <laughs> and that's another reason. Like, well, I, I hate that there's not sports movies because my sons love that movie. And I'm like, I wish I could like introduce them to like a new sports movie. But like, besides right. Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, Little Big League, I ain't much there for baseball movies. Yeah, it's it's pretty bleak as far as you know. You have your good story ones and stuff like that like Moneyball, but I'm sure, you know, that's not Rookie. for kids. And um, Yeah. 
someone's got to do something about it. Well, Netflix is bleeding. Anyways, so <laughs> this movie is just as bad as you remember it, but more boring. So I'm going to end this podcast. Damn. Oof. Did you look at the box office numbers? It was I directed, actually did. Brother, Brother in Crisis is direct to DVD. Not according to the box office numbers on IMDb. Wasn't it like 13 million and it made 1.3 or something? They sent this to theaters? 18 million grossed worldwide 3.5. Oh, okay. Dr. Sam Beckett did not come home because of this fucking movie. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure Palm Link ended before Jake was born. That's fine. What? Quam Leap. It's a show. Oh, you're referencing Quantum Leap. Yeah, I don't They're making a reboot. I'm excited for it. But it ended in 93. Well, depending on the month, I may or may not have been. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) The all-time worst TV series ending of all time. So it's fine. Ooh, that's okay. Did you, did you read my Mount Rushmore piece or did you? I use did. Him? I did. I skimmed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I got to the quantum leap part and I was like, I don't know what this is. So, so do you understand the premise of quantum leap, right? No. He's a time traveler, but he leaps from person to person and then like oh. takes over their body. And he has someone that can talk to him, but everyone else sees the person who he's in, inside of, right? Yeah. Yeah. But his time traveler buddy. Interesting. So the final episode, he basically Hell makes yeah. it. Let's spoil the fuck out of it. Let's go. No, yeah, it's a ways away from <laughs> older than you, sir. Oh, yeah, and, uh, that's fine. Let's go. And uh, he basically makes a choice because to like let his time traveler best friend, if he fixes what went wrong in his life, he won't be with him to help him fix what went. So the whole point is that he fixes what went wrong to make it right. So if he, he like fixes his life and his buddy goes back or whatever, his, he won't have a buddy. His buddy won't exist. Well, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. his buddy will be happy and he won't be sure. in the experiment. Yeah. And they did not realize that this is going to be the last season. So like they had like this whole thing and they expected like next they'd have a season six and they didn't and it got canceled. And literally like the, the show ends with a, with a fucking title card that goes, Dr. Sam Beckett never returned home. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's all they could do. <laughs> like it's like so it, he chose. So I he, mean, he, is that that bad compared to the whole point of the show was him leaping from life to life to correct what went, once went wrong to get home, and then he never makes it home. Then he never gets yeah. Huh. But now they're rebooting it, and I hope that they fix that. But yeah, it's it's a rough ending when you're like you know, eleven, not you know four months like you were but <laughs> maybe not even i don't know fuck you <laughs> all right all right guys um i cannot wait to talk about little big league when tommy birch our next one hopefully a much better movie than this it is, yeah yeah it is the uh the better <laughs> movie about the minnesota twins that is for sure oh wow i didn't even think about that yeah absolutely my uh, my seven year old has not seen Little Big League. He loves uh, he loves Sandlot and Rookie of the Year. We need to. You can't. Apparently, it's not streaming for free anywhere. So that'll be a thing we have to do. So, I think I own it. Maybe not. I don't know. I need to buy it. So, I'm pretty sure this is the first podcast in which we talked 40 minutes and did not even discuss the movie at all. 
It's not a lot to discuss. It's a bad movie. It's a fine movie. It's boring. Is his biggest fault? Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I don't know if I'll go as far as fine, but the rest I'm. Well, agree well with. you don't. You don't count, Jake. What's what's <laughs> your final? What's your final? It's fine. a good idea that was uh, uh, done poorly. I will say that it's it's strung together poorly. All right. Yeah. So, just, you should just, watch it's on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for Matinee Baseball. I'm Ted Flint. Sean Shantess Festerman and Jake Voss. We're back for Little Big League, which is an underrated movie. I can't wait to talk about it. I think it's better than Rookie of the Year. Oh, we'll fight. We'll talk soon. Oof. All right. Yeah. Peace out. See ya. <laughs>